You're listening to the Clergy Chick Podcast. My name is Rhonda Blevins. I'm the Clergy Chick. From August the 11th, 2021 at Chapel by the Sea in Clearwater Beach, Florida. The text is John chapter 20, verses 19 through 29. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. And after he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. And then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. And Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger in the mark of the nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house and Thomas was with them. And although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. And then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. I love Easter Sunday. I love the excitement. I love the people. I love the songs and the flowers and getting up at 3.30 in the morning to get to church. I love Easter Sunday. I do. And I also love the Sunday after Easter. The smaller crowds, the more intimate settings, seeing the family together. It's kind of like, you know, when company comes over and you're glad to have them, you're so glad that they're there, and then you're really glad when they leave, you know? You know that feeling? Is it just me? (laughs) You can kind of kick off your shoes, you know, put your pajamas on, relax a little. Sunday after Easter is like that for churches. It's mostly us family folks here. And so on this Sunday after Easter, I want to have a bit of a family conversation, more of a Musing instead of a message, if you will. Because I think that we're at a turning point, um, not just for our you know, nation and our world, but, but for our church. I read recently that the next few weeks and months, um, kind of as we make the transition from, from COVID to post-COVID and kind of the, the ups and downs of what that means, that it may be the most difficult time for churches and at first I was like, what? After this 
difficult year, the most difficult few weeks and months are, are ahead of us. And what the argument was was that, well, the novelty of the quarantine has worn off, right? And the rally around, well, let's make sure we keep the church strong has kind of worn off. And people are kind of in different places with their response to the coronavirus and kind of, you know, some are coming back and don't understand those that are still home and vice versa and, and, just lot, and there's judgment and, and challenge about communication and conversations that are happening. So I, as I read it, I thought, you know, that they may be right. We're at a juncture, both as a church and as a nation, but I'm talking about our, our church today. We're at a juncture. And like any juncture, like any uh, kind of uh, crossroads, it's a choose-your-own-adventure story. Do you remember those? Those were popular back in the 80s, I think. Maybe you read them to your kids, the choose-your-own-adventure where, you know, you choose one path and this happens and that happens. We're at a choose-your-own-adventure moment for our church. And I want you to, if you'll join me, think back over this past year. Maybe you don't want to, <laughs> but think back over this past year. Remember the run-up to the lockdown and what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Then you remember the lockdown? Then do you remember when your pastor tried to be a televangelist? Do you remember that? Don't give up your day job, Rhonda, right? <laughs> and then kind of uh, the lockdown lifted and, and a few of us started trickling kind of back out there. You remember, do you remember all of that? We were behind locked doors for a while and a good many people are still behind locked doors and that's where we find the disciples in the scripture lesson that I read for you just a moment ago. They're behind locked doors. It's still Easter Sunday. Mary Magdalene has already seen the risen Lord. Peter and John have seen the empty tomb, the linens lying there, the face cloth folded up neatly in the corner. They went back. Mary stayed there and saw the risen Jesus as she came, and she told them, I have seen the risen Lord. But the disciples later that same night are still hiding out. What did the text say? For fear of the Jews. They're hiding out. They're behind locked doors. And what do you think the conversation was among them? Is Mary on, on something? You know? What, what? You think she's gone loony? Is it just the grief? Maybe it's just the grief. But what about what Peter and John said? The tomb, where did, it, where did they put his body? So these are the kind of things that I think they're talking about when Jesus himself appears in the room and he speaks a word of peace, he breathes the Holy Spirit on them and then now they are the witness. We have seen the Lord. They told this to Thomas and Thomas said, have you guys lost your ever-loving mind? This is the Rhonda paraphrase, if you can't tell. Unless I see his hands and stick my finger in them, unless I place my hand into his wounded sign, I will not believe. How do you think that made the other disciples feel? How did Thomas feel? And yet the story goes on. One week later, one week they live in this, in, 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 this opposite, in this opposite space. Thomas not believing, the other disciples believing. And yet one week later, 
They're in the same room together. Thomas and the other disciples locked behind closed doors. And I want to pause there for just a minute because I don't want to miss the profundity of that. We can kind of gloss over that, that Thomas was now with the other disciples. It could have gone the other way. The other disciples said, you don't believe? Sayonara. Or they could have just kind of whispered behind his back. You know how those things go. They kind of maybe forgot to invite him to join them. Could have gone the other way. Or Thomas could have been like, you guys are meeting again tonight? Oh, man. Oh, wow. I've got I've to wash, uh, wash my uh, loincloth. Whatever they washed back then. He could have chosen not to be with those he thought were either liars or crazy. So the profundity of that moment is that they were actually together. Which reminds me of an old joke. You want to hear it? What kind of car did the disciples drive? The Bible tells us that they were all in one accord. <laughs> groans, groans, all right. <laughs> you see, even though they had different experiences, the disciples and Thomas, and even though they had different beliefs arising out of those experiences, they remained in community despite their different experiences and despite their different beliefs. And here's where I want to have a little bit of family talk. And especially, I want, I'm going to look straight at the camera. Watch this, televangelist style. I'm going to look straight at the camera. If you're worshiping with us online and you haven't made it back to church, maybe even if you have made it back to church, maybe you're feeling disconnected from your church family. It's been that kind of year, hasn't it? It's been that kind of year where we've been locked behind closed doors, closed in behind locked doors, something like that. We've been shut off, we've been distanced, and it can lead to us feeling disconnected. Kind of like Thomas, not believing, not having the same experience as the other disciples, maybe could have felt disconnected, wondering if he had a place among them anymore because he thought differently and felt differently, hadn't had the same experience. And so if you're worshiping with us online and maybe you feel that way, I'm going to look straight at the camera right here and I'm going to say, if you're wondering if there's a place for you at the chapel, let me answer that question now. There is a place for you at the chapel. And there's a place for you at the chapel. Just because we've been disconnected doesn't mean we're not part of the same band of disciples. Doesn't mean we're not part of the same church family. It may take us a little while to get back there, but we're getting there. And we're going to get there. Because I believe in you, you've shown me you are a faithful, loyal, dedicated people. We're going to get back there. So some of us are gathered and some of us are scattered, but we are still the church. We are still one church. This doubt that Thomas exuded earned him a moniker. You know the moniker, right? Doubting Thomas. Doubting Thomas. And when Jesus arrived in that room and Thomas was there, he said, peace be unto you. And then he looked straight at Thomas. And he said, Thomas, come closer. 
Step into my personal space. Touch me. Take your fingers and touch my wounded hands. Take your hand. Let me lift up my my clothes. Take your hand and place it here in my wounded side. Thomas, can you touch me? Will you join me in my woundedness and in my suffering? Thomas, come close to me. And here's where the Bible leaves us one of those choose-your-own-adventure stories because what did Thomas do? He said, my Lord and my God, did Thomas touch Jesus? We don't know. Throughout the course of history, no one knows what Thomas did. And I wonder, I wonder if we don't know what Thomas did so that we can find ourselves in the story. What will we do when Jesus says, come closer, come into my personal space, have an intimate moment with me, place your finger into my hand, place your hand into my wounded side, join me in my woundedness and in my suffering and in the suffering of all people throughout time. Amen. Will you step closer and join me here? We don't know what Thomas did in that moment, but if church tradition is accurate, we know that later on he would spread the gospel as far as India and that he would become a martyr for the faith. So Thomas did more than lip service. Church family, these are anxious times. We're not out of the woods yet. The hurricane, the tornado is still swirling here on Clearwater Beach, right? (laughs) But here is something that we can learn from this gospel lesson today. Number one, Christian community matters. You know, sometimes other believers can see things about Jesus that we can't see. And sometimes we can touch Jesus when other believers can't. Christian community matters, even when we have a different experience, even if we have different beliefs resulting from those different experiences. Together, we can be there when Christ arrives. Christian community matters. Number two, Christ is always inviting us to step closer to step toward intimacy, to join him in his suffering, which is the suffering of all humankind. Christ always invites us to closer intimacy. So family of faith, at this crossroads, at this juncture, we choose our own adventure. What will it be? Will we shrink back and say, oh, I'm good, Jesus. I don't, I don't need to touch all that. <clears throat> or do we take a step little by little towards Jesus in an intimate moment, becoming part of the suffering of all humanity? The choice is ours. 
And in the words of the singer-songwriter Stephen Curtis Chapman, here's my invitation. Saddle up your horses. we got a trail to blaze. Through the wild blue yonder of God's amazing grace, let's follow our leader into the glorious unknown. This is a life like no other. This is the great adventure. Thanks for listening to the Clergy Chick Podcast. Until next time, keep on shining.